While at Indie Web Camp New York City, I sat down with some of the participants to ask, why did you get involved with the Indie Web? My name is Tontek Chalk and my website is tontek.com. I got involved in the Indie Web after the Federated Social Web Summit, that was 2010, in Portland, when I hung out with Aaron Parecki there and we decided that we had a set of common interests in developing all this like independent, distributed, decentralized web stuff using our own websites. And we found that a lot of our principles overlapped and we decided we wanted to form a community of folks that wanted to grow the web with their own websites and focus on building tools that they would at least get to work for themselves and, and share the results of that rather than trying to build tools tools for everyone right off the bat. What's the most recent update you've made to your website? So on the IndieWeb Wiki, we have indieweb.org slash payment. And that's a page that talks about how you can add links to various different payment services so people can, from your website, find ways to pay you. So I have now a page, tontech.com slash pay, that has links to Venmo and PayPal directly to being able to pay me. So if I'm in a situation where a friend needs to like borrow some money or something, we don't have to go through the whole dialogue of like, oh, are you on Venmo? Let me see if I can find that. They can just go to tontech.com slash pay and click on whichever one of those works for them. Very nice. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Hello and welcome to This Week in the IndieWeb Audio Edition for the week of October 21st through 27th, 2017. This Week in the IndieWeb is a weekly digest of activities in the IndieWeb community at IndieWeb.org. It contains recent and upcoming events, posts from Indie News, and a summary of wiki edits. This Week in the IndieWeb is sent out on Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, with this audio edition appearing the following day. You can find the web edition of This Week in the Indie Web, including all links and an archive of all past editions at indieweb.org slash this-week. Events Homebrew Website Club is a bi-weekly meetup of people passionate about or interested in creating, improving, building, and designing their own website. Most meetings take place every other Wednesday from 6.30pm to 7.30pm, with an optional quiet writing hour from 5.30pm to 6.30pm beforehand. The next regularly scheduled Homebrew Website Club meetup is November 1st, with Nuremberg, Brighton, Baltimore, and San Francisco confirmed so far, as well as a virtual Homebrew Website Club at Central European Time. If you're an organizer, please remember to update the wiki with information about your venue, times, and how to RSVP. And remember, you can always find info about the next upcoming Homebrew Website Club meetups at indieweb.org next hwc. Interested in starting a homebrew website club in your city? It can be as simple as grabbing a friend and heading to your favorite coffee shop, bar, living room, or any other meeting place. You can find plenty of information about Homebrew Website Club, including tips for how to organize your own, at indieweb.org hwc. Registration is open for IndieWebCamp Berlin, which will take place November 4th and 5th at Contentful GmbH in Berlin, Germany. Learn more and register now at IndieWeb.org slash 2017 slash Berlin. And planning is in progress for IndieWebCamp Austin, scheduled to take place December 9th and 10th. Learn more and help out at IndieWeb.org slash 2017 slash Austin. All IndieWeb events follow the IndieWeb Code of Conduct, which can be found at IndieWeb.org slash COC. And all IndieWeb events are volunteer-run, so if you are interested in helping organize, getting the word out, finding sponsors, and more, let us know in the chat at chat.indieweb.org. 
A couple of IndieWeb-related events happened this weekend. IndieWeb community member Jeremy Keith of Adactio.com gave a talk on the building blocks of the IndieWeb at the ViewSource conference in London on October 27th. And IndieWeb community member Callum Ryan of CallumRyan.com gave a talk titled Introducing the IndieWeb Movement at MozFest London on October 28th. We'll announce here when slides or videos of these talks become available. Here's a brief summary of posts collected this week by Indie News, a community-curated list of articles relevant to the IndieWeb. You can read more or submit posts of your own at news.indieweb.org. Ryan Barrett at snarfed.org published a post titled Bridgie Fed. In it, he announces the launch of the new Bridgie Fed service, which allows indie websites to federate with social networks like Mastodon. Users of Mastodon and other so-called Fediverse services can follow indie web personal sites through Bridgie Fed, and Bridgie Fed will send responses back using web mentions. And now, a selection of this week's updates from the IndieWeb Wiki at IndieWeb.org. New Community Members A new user page was created for Jose Taveras at TangerineLaboratories.com. Jose is, quote, a computer engineer who is learning how to live in the analog world and relearning almost every day the power of networks. If you haven't already, now is a good time to create your own user page. It's a great way to introduce yourself to the IndieWeb community and to collect the things that you are working on or want to work on for your personal website. For more details, visit IndieWeb.org wikifying. Community and Concepts A new page was created for Headless CMS, a class of content management systems that handle tasks such as editing and managing content, leaving the display of content for visitors to a different system. For example, the Netlify CMS edits content stored in GitHub, which is rendered by a static site generator. A new page was created for 2018-0101 commitments. These are commitments from members of the IndieWeb community to create content or add new features to their site by the first day of 2018. For example, Chris Aldrich has committed to writing a 60,000-word draft of an IndieWeb for Everyone book. Be sure to check out the list and add your own. Services and Organizations The Site Deaths page has been updated with a notice that Opinion, an app and silo for recording, editing, and publishing short audio podcasts, will be terminating their hosting service on November 1st. They have provided instructions for users to migrate their data to third-party hosting services such as Dropbox or iCloud, which the Opinion app will continue to support in the future. A new page was created for Facebook Master Algorithm, the name given to Facebook's algorithm for determining what content to show in a user's newsfeed on their homepage. Links were added to the page to a piece by the Wall Street Journal that describes the system, as well as to Twitter threads discussing why users should find the system concerning. IndieWeb Development the top-level domain page was updated with information about the .dev top-level domain. After registering this domain in 2015, Google recently made a change to its Chrome browser that prevents the browser from loading content from any .dev domain over unencrypted HTTP connections. 
The page was updated with a link to a how-to for macOS devices that developers can use to create their own HTTPS certificates, bypassing the issue. That's going to do it for this week. Thank you for listening. This English version of This Week in the Indie Web Audio Edition was read and produced by Marty McGuire. If you have suggestions for improving this audio edition of the newsletter, please feel free to contact Marty in the Indie Web chat. This Week in the Indie Web and the Indie News services are provided by Aaron Parecki. Music for this episode included the tracks Day 85, Suit, Day 48, Glitch, Day 49, Floating, Day 9, and Day 11 of Aaron Parecki's 100 Days of Music project. Find out more at 100.aaronparecki.com. Learn more about the IndieWeb at IndieWeb.org and join the discussion via Slack, IRC, or the web at chat.indieweb.org.